Doors are currently open to Dance Principles United Tribe, an awesome way to be able to grow your studio. If you want to learn more about Dance Principles United Tribe, go to bit.ly slash studio growth bootcamp. Uh, link is below in the show notes. Uh, you can find out everything you need to know about Tribe. Doors are open for a limited time. They shut next Monday, so make sure you check it out. Now enjoy the show. Hello friends, I'm Amanda Barr. And I'm Rebecca Lou Brennan, and welcome to Dance Principles United, the podcast. Together, we are passionate about helping studio owners with the business of running their studio. Join us as we talk everything from marketing systems, studio culture, motherhood, life, and everything in between. This is the Dance Principles United podcast. Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Dance Principles United podcast. You have Nathan and I coming to you live from Chiang Mai once again this week. Hello, everybody. How are you? We're actually sitting out. We're trying a different thing. Um, being the nerd that I am, I've bought all our microphones and whatnot. We're sitting out on the balcony, enjoying the afternoon heat and recording the podcast this week. Yeah, so we've had the most incredible couple of weeks, uh, you know, running the Studio Growth Bootcamp, right? It has been fantastic. We've had so many new studio owners we're connecting with. And this week we're doing a huge amount of one-on-ones with um, so many lovely people. But it's been so nice to chat to so many incredible studio owners, um, you know, to chat about where they're at in their business, right? Yeah, absolutely. And what, I, what I've really enjoyed about it is, you know, we're always still learning too, right? So, you know, it's that thing that whenever we talk to a studio owner, we're learning more and more about what different studios do and how different studios operate as well. Um, and we love coaching them on how to improve what they're doing, but it's always so good to get that, that sort of extra insight into how different people do different things. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that, you know, um, has come up in a lot of calls that um, the three of us have all done um, is a lot of studio owners saying they're so busy, they don't have time. You know, and especially they don't have time to, you know, uh, invest in their personal learning and invest in their personal growth. And that was something that we thought um, we'd love to chat about a little bit because, you know, um, it seems to be a thing that so many studios, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, I'm so busy. Totally get it. Yeah, we've, we've been, been there. there. 100%. And, you know, we all have those moments. We've totally been there. Um, and it's just like we really wanted to chat on a little bit um, today, yeah? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, to be honest, it breaks my heart a little bit when I hear studio owners telling me that they don't have any time to either even invest half an hour or an hour a week into themselves and into their business growth. And, you know, I, I find that so hard and it's a really hard mindset. It seems to be the mindset of a lot of studio owners. And as I said, you know, I know what it's like. I've been there. I've been, you know, the studio owner that taught all the classes, did all the admin. You know, I have young children. I have a family. I have friends. I have parents that need me. I have grandparents. I have yeah. all of the things. We've all been there, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we see all the time, dance studio owners we know are such open giving people. Mm. And they feel like, you know, that they go, they come home after a day of being at the studio um, quite often they might be there teaching the preschoolers in the morning till uh, up to the last class at night quite often. And we know that sometimes you can come home drained and feel like there's just not much more not much more energy left in the tank. 
Oh, for sure. And because, you know, sometimes, you know, it's it's an emotional job. It can be an emotional job. Like we give so much of ourselves to those kids and, you know, we spend so much time prepping for the class, you know, making sure the energy is great in the class, you know, making, making sure, sure their comp routines look uh, great, making sure their exam works up to date, up to scratch. Absolutely. Making sure them, Emotional them. well-being yep. of the students, yep. all of those things. Yeah, I love that what you're saying there. It's just, you know, giving so much to them. But it's important as a business owner that we also fill our own cup. Yes. Because, you know, that what's that old saying about, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup? that kind of thing, if you absolutely burn yourself and drain yourself out, you have nothing left to give to those students. Yes, and it's, yeah, it's that thing, like, we, we always, like I said, it's that oxygen, putting your oxygen mask on mm. before helping anybody else. You've got to make sure that your own well-being, personal development, growth, everything needs to be front and centre. You need to look after yourself first so that you can keep giving the best that you can to your students and your families. For sure. And I think, the, you know, we could have this conversation around a lot of things. We could um, have it around, you know, our personal health, um, you know, our personal mental health, as well as our physical health, as well as our nutrition, as well as our social lives. You know, there's so many things that's so, super important um, that we as whole human beings are looking after our needs, for sure. Yes. Um, but today we want to talk about it a little bit in terms of, your business growth and your business health. Because, you know, to me, when I hear that from studio owners that they don't even have an hour a week to um, learn something new, to invest in their business, um, you know, that makes me really sad because unfortunately, the end result of that is what if you have, you know, what if you're giving, giving, giving to these students, but if you're not learning anything new and not learning new ways to get new students in, at some point that tank drains up right yeah. the well drains up and, and look and what we see time and time again is studio owners going through groundhog day now i realized the other day that we're really old and groundhog day is actually a really old movie <laughs> so i said that to somebody i saw like the blank look and groundhog day was this movie where i think it was bill murray he kept waking yeah. up i was gonna say tom and, hanks but you're totally no, it was right bill murray. Murray. and he kept he woke up and it was the same day over and over again it was groundhog yeah. day in some some big festival but he'd go to bed that night ready to wake up the next morning but he'd wake back up at the start of the day before again and he'd go through Groundhog Day again yep. and again and again and nothing would change and not, like everything would just stay the same. Mm. And that's what that's the sort of effect often we see happening with dance studio owners. They keep telling us, oh, but I can't grow, but I can't grow, but I can't do this and I can't do that. And when we sort of sometimes dig a little bit deeper, well, what have you done for yourself, for your own growth, for your own professional development? And quite often the answer's been not a lot. Yeah. Absolutely. And that seems to be, you know, a lot of studio owners, they're feeling burnt out. Yes. And maybe this might be you. Like, are you feeling burnt out? Are you feeling tired? Are you feeling like you don't have enough money? Do you feel like you don't have enough students? Do you feel like, you know, you have moments where you feel like you can't keep doing this? You know, if that's the case, then it's even more important yes. that you are finding yourself a little bit of time to make some changes, to learn some new things, to grow some things in your business uh, so that you can get out of that cycle, get out of Groundhog Day. Yeah, get off the hamster wheel. We can use lots of analogies. <laughs> and move your business forward. Now, I love to talk to so many of my clients. You know, we're dancers. Um, we, you know, as teachers, we are constantly challenging our students. We're challenging our students to continue to learn new things 
to put themselves out of their comfort zone and if they want to be a fantastic, incredible dancer, if they want to get into that company, if they want to win a comp or they just want to be a little bit better, yes. they need to put the work in, right? Yeah, they're, they're, that's just the same in any sort of aspect of life, right? Yeah. Um, but especially, yeah, with our dancers and especially with a lot of studio owners and teachers we talk to, being dancers themselves once upon a time, they n understand and know the hard work that they had to put into their own dance training to get to the level they were at then all of a sudden when they become business owners sometimes, they, they forget about their own development as a business owner. Mm. And it's just, it's just as important as all the training that went in to you becoming the incredible dancer and dance teacher that you are, that you work on becoming the best business owner that you are. Because Absolutely. it's two independent skills. Absolutely. And you know it's that thing, right? Like the, uh, the lead dancer in the Australian ballet still does the basics every single day. Every day they're standing at the bar and they're doing their plies. They're doing their porta bras. They're doing all of those things because it's a muscle and it needs to keep, you need to keep practicing. You need to keep working on it. You know, someone might come along one day uh, to that lead dancer and say to them, hey, have you ever tried doing plies this way? Have you ever thought about engaging a different muscle? You know, we could go on with the analogies forever, right? Yes. But... You know, it's no different in business. Sometimes we need to keep learning. We need to keep challenging ourselves. And we need to keep practicing those muscles because oh, things in business keep changing just like they do new techniques for dance. Um, no different. Yes, and we see that with our... Um, we were just talking about it today, actually. Like Amanda said, we've got the Studio Growth Boot Camp, which is a fantastic way we're meeting lots of new people to our world, lots of new studio owners we haven't connected with a lot before. Um, that are in our free four-week challenge. Mm. And um, because it's the first time we're, we're talking to them, we're going through a lot of the, the sort of the entry-level stuff that we talk about in our coaching. Yep. Now, we also have what's called our Studio Growth Club, and they're our top-tier members. These are people that have been with us um, for quite a bit in a lot of cases, and they put in lots and lots of work to their business. Yep. Yeah, they're working on their business and have been for a long time. But on our free Studio Bootcamp call, which was the, you know, like we said, that entry-level sort of business coaching we do, on that call this morning, we saw seven, eight, nine, maybe even ten of our Studio Growth Club members. Our top-tier people were just who, coming back. Yeah, who to, already have a couple of hours a week with us yes, as well. exactly. Yeah. They have a couple of hours a week with us already. They have one-on-one -on -one calls with us every month, but they were turning up today just to look back over the basics to make sure they hadn't missed anything to be the best business owners that they could. Mm. And there's no, like... It's no wonder why these people are the ones that are really moving the needle on their business. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, if you are struggling to find time to invest in your business growth, and obviously you're listening to a podcast and, God, yes. that's a good start, right? Absolutely. And hopefully you're multitasking while you're listening to this podcast. Perhaps you are um, doing the washing, going for a walk, driving, whatever that is. You know, um, I think it's, you know, quite often if you've got a busy home life, especially, you know, um, it, it's great time to multitask. But if you are a studio owner that's already sort of saying, hey, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough time for this, I don't have enough time for that, I would implore you to make some time. Exactly. I, I think I, it's so important to carve that out. Oh, 100%. And that's the thing, like, too often we, like we said, get stuck on that hamster wheel. Mm. But if we sort of said to you, and like, yeah, obviously, no promises, no promises type thing. But if we said to you, oh, 
investing a little bit in your, like investing an hour a week in your business will get you an extra $20,000. Would that peak your interest around it? Mm. If we said, you know, you could get another 50,000, like whatever that number is, but that's the whole point of developing your business is to start to increase that revenue in your business. Because once we increase revenue, then we can do all sorts of amazing things. Number one, we can like pay ourselves a bit more, which is always a win. We can start having a bigger impact because if we're making a little bit more revenue, that means maybe we can end up bringing in that extra teacher or we can end up giving a little bit more to our students in terms of giving them more opportunities. And we're reaching more students, right? That's what we all want to do is impact students' lives. So, you know, how great is it to impact 100 kids? Amazing. What about if you're impacting 150 kids' lives? Isn't that better? Isn't that a you know more impactful way to live? Uh, because, yeah, that's what we want to do, right, is show people our love of dance. Yes, and, like, sometimes, to be honest, we do get some objections about, you know, being focused on the money, on the revenue and things like that. Mm. But the way that we always meet that objection is exactly what we're talking about, is turning around and sorting of putting it back in the frame of, well, but if you're making enough money in your business to, to meet your needs, to meet where you, where you want to be um, from a financial perspective, then you end up being in the industry longer. Yeah. And when you're in the industry longer, that means you can have a, more of an impact on more students' lives. Because what absolutely breaks our heart is when we see incredible teachers, incredible studio owners that come in and end up in that Groundhog Day and give, 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 give and, and burn, burn out. themselves out mm. and end up exiting the industry after five years. Yeah. And we've all seen that. We've all seen some incredible studios uh, that do amazing, like amazing choreography, are obviously amazing teachers and they just burn out. Yep. Um, they can't sustain it because they give so much to their students that uh, it's not a sustainable life choice. Um, and part of that's, yeah, a, a lot of that is from you know, not understanding your numbers, which is a big thing that we, that I especially talk about being yeah. the numbers person, um, talk about a lot in Tribe, making sure that we understand our numbers, making sure that we understand, okay, if I want to do X, Y, Z, do I have the revenue to cover it? Yeah. Am I making enough money to, if I want to bring in this amazing choreographer to do this comp routine because I know these kids need that bit of an extra challenge. Do I have enough cash to cover it? Yeah. They're the sort of things we need to start looking at and building our business acumen around those sorts of things to make sure that we're making good business decisions, not just good dance decisions. Because what we see time and time again, especially in those studio owners that end up burning themselves out, is because they do all these incredible things from a dance perspective but then they all get the final bills about it. Yeah. And that's where things start. That's when they start to become a little bit of resentment in the studio because there's not enough cash left to take for themselves, things like that. Absolutely. Um, so if you're a studio owner that's feeling like, you know, you are struggling for time, um, just don't have enough time to invest in your own personal business growth, you know, I would, um, you know, really suggest, I said implore already once today, but, you know, <laughs> I would really suggest that you carve out the time and, you know, think about it. Just I'm going to sound just like the gym instructor. You know, what could you do? Could you get up half an hour early one day to listen to a replay of a call, to listen to a podcast, to read a business book, to catch up on a masterclass? You know, what is it? Could you go to bed an hour later one night? Could you miss watching that show on 
TV that you've been watching on Netflix, on TV, how old <laughs> am I? On Netflix um, that you've, you know, been binging or could you just scroll for a little bit less each day? Because let's be honest, we're all scrolling for huge amounts every single day. Yeah, and look, that probably brings us to another point around um, sometimes when we, when we do meet some of the objections around not having enough time and we get studio owners to do a bit of a time audit mm. and break down the tasks that they're working on as the CEO of their business during a week. And what we're really challenging, it's something we're really working on with our Studio Growth Club members at the moment, is what we call needle-moving tasks. Because quite often when we break down the tasks of a studio owner, some of the tasks they're doing are just really, look, if I'm honest, low-level tasks that aren't impacting or improving their business. And sometimes we just need to sort of challenge that assumption and say, yes, I understand maybe why you're doing this, but if you'd replace that hour with some really good investment in marketing, then you would have got a bunch of new students in the door. Yeah, and, and what we mean by low-level tasks doesn't mean like, if you need to clean your studio, then you yeah, need to clean 100%. your studio. Like that's yeah. what has to happen. What we mean by that is taking two hours to cut that music, to make it that really bit perfect yes. when it could have just been 15 minutes. Yeah. Or taking six hours to go through costume catalogues when really probably the first one that you just saw is probably just fine and it will do just fine. Yeah, 100%. That's what we see too often, like Man said, with the music editing thing. You, you'll spend the first half hour editing the track and it's let's say it's a 95 out of 100. Mm. We too often see studio owners then spend another hour and a half on that to move it from 95 out of 100 to 97.8 out of 100. Yeah. And look, I get it. There's the perfectionist streak in dance teachers. I 100% get that and see it. But... Is that extra hour and a half really worth moving it from a 95 to a 97.8? Yeah. And most of the time it's not. Yeah, 100%. And I think that that's so important that we kind of look at the tasks that we're doing. You know, it might be that Canva image, you know. Is it, a, is it great? Like, does it need to be you spent all that time on, you know, what is it to get it up? Or is it just, you know, maybe just cutting down on that mindless scrolling that you're doing every single day on your phones, which we are all guilty of, me included, um, you know, really making sure you kind of look at that um, and invest in your business group. Now, doors to the Dance Principles United Tribe are currently open. As we said at the top of this episode, we are so excited to be welcoming new members into Dance Principles United Tribe. If you haven't heard of um, the tribe, it is our incredible um, membership that we are so proud of um, and a great way to sort of start your studio growth journey. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's... Um, you get a call with us every week yep. is basically what it is. Um, like Amanda said, it's an hour. Um, an hour a week. An yep. hour a week. That's the, that's the time investment. An hour a week. Um, one week you get a masterclass, which is either Beck, Amanda or myself um, doing some sort of training on helping you with needle moving tasks. Yep. Things that are going to move your business forward. Um, and get you better results in some certain area of your studio. Yeah, actual practical uh, masterclasses where it's like, hey, let's go through a Facebook ad setup. Or, hey, let's talk about the systems we're going to use backstage at our concert. Or, here are some great ways to train your staff on how to welcome a new customer into your business. Super practical stuff like that. What was it? We had a tagline once, light on the fluff, heavy on the action, or something like that, because that's, that's how the three of us operate. Yeah. We're not into sort of lots of flowery language and things like that. Um, we are all action takers. Yeah. I think we've, we've sort of come to that realisation that we were all about 
in our studios, just getting stuff done, making decisions, taking action. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got the masterclass. Then the other week we have um, a live Q&A where we can chat about anything you want. You can jump on um, and listen um, or join in in the conversation on you know anything that comes up in your studio, right? Oh, these ones are so, so super valuable. That was um, the call we just had today, actually. Yeah. Um, because we know as studio owners, we all have very similar issues a majority of the time, right? Mm -hmm. um, whether it's that one about the parent that's not paying or um, you know, the bad review or what was another one we talked about today, some like things to do with concerts, the best practices for concerts, whatever's on your mind that week, people bring along to the Q&A and get the collective wisdom, not just of the three of us, um, but also we had some community. great, yeah, exactly, the whole community. Yeah. Um, so yeah, today's discussion was so great. There's so much input from the rest of the tribe members. It was so good. Yeah, for sure. So those two calls that we have in the fortnight. Uh, but if you can't make them live, um, we do have a membership portal, which is awesome. So you can listen back to them when you're walking, when you're driving, whatever you're doing is so great. Obviously, there's a Facebook group, uh, which is a really great way uh, to connect with other members. There's also some incredible bonuses uh, that we have. We do have invite-only member events if you choose to come yes. to some of our exclusive things. And you also get 50% off Dance Teacher Expo tickets, which is incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, like Amanda said, the doors are open at the moment. There's a, a special offer that there's nothing to pay for the rest of May. Yep. Um, there's a link in the bottom of the show notes here. So jump on and click on that link to take you there if you'd like to have more of a look or sign up. Absolutely. So um, the tribe doors close next Monday. If you've got any questions whatsoever, we are here. Drop us a message on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you want to find us. We are around. We'd love to chat to you and we'd love to welcome you um, into the tribe. We can't wait to have some incredible new members. Amazing. Thanks so much for joining us on today's podcast and we'll chat to you next week. See you then.